Good evening, IT entrepreneurs, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Joe Panettieri, content czar for AfterNines.com. Thanks for joining us here each Tuesday night at 9.01 Eastern and sometimes in between. Before I introduce tonight's guest, I'd like to thank tonight's sponsor, Matthew Brenneman, attorney at law. From startup to sale, reach out to Matthew Brenneman for the legal guidance your business needs. Dial 781-631-1690. That's 781-631-1690. Now, on to podcast episode 8, part 2 of my conversation with Boundary CEO Gary Reed. Gary describes the finer points of raising venture capital based on Boundary Series C funding of $22 million from earlier this year. So, Gary, thank you for also uh, joining us to talk a little bit about the, the art of uh, raising venture capital. Now, I think it was back in April when you guys did your, uh, your C Series at $22 million. Tell me a little bit, before you even got to that, uh, that step, internally, did you debate whether or not to do a C round? Um, well, you know, we uh, we needed the uh, we needed the capital. Um, we'd raised fifteen million. I think it was back in uh, June, July of two thousand and twelve, um, and it was always our target to uh, to go out early two thousand and fourteen to uh, to raise a to uh, to raise a C round. Um, our financial year ends at the end of January. And so for us, it was like, okay, we get the financial year under our belt, and then we uh, we start the uh, the fundraising process for uh, for Series C. Okay. Now, in terms of then going to market to find that money, were people banging on your door, or did you have to do some research in terms of who you were hoping to bring to the table for the C round? Yeah. So um, so my approach, and I don't know if this is the approach of uh, everybody, but my approach is to continue to have conversations with investors even when you're not looking for money. Um, and so there's, there's uh, you know, typically there's investors, you know, calling in or contacting you. You've got your own networks. You may want to go out and meet with folks. And, you know, we continue to do that. I continue to do that, keeping, uh, you know, keeping in potential future investors as well as current investors up to date, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the business. So by the time we, uh, we make that decision in, uh, in early 2014 to go do a C round, you know, we build up a uh, spreadsheet internally of, uh, of all the investors that we've spoken to, all the investors that we think we, we may want to speak to. And, you know, we look at, uh, you know, comp- competitive situations. And so we take, you know, if, if they've got direct uh, investor investments in direct competitors of ours, we'll take those, uh, those off the list. And we'll bring that down to, uh, to a short list of, uh, of potential folks that uh, might be interested in, in, uh, in the round. And uh, then we'll go out and start, uh, and start talking to them. Okay. Now, those, those conversations resulted in the $22 million C round. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think the round was led by Adam Street Partners. And then you had some other players in there, Triangle Peak Partners, Lightspeed Venture Partners, Scale Venture Partners. And, and the reason I raise the names is w- when you're dealing with these various companies, are you looking for them? Are you just looking for money? Or are you looking for any type of talent or guidance that they can bring to the table as well? Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely absolutely looking for uh, for value add, um, and so the uh, the um, the chronology with Boundary was that Lightspeed led led Series A, 
um, Scale Venture Partners led uh, Series B, and then Adam Street led uh, Series C f um, for us. And so that were the, they, were, they were the three leads in each of the, uh, the three, uh, three rounds. Um, in Series C, we had a lot of interest, um, as we did actually in the prior rounds as well, but we had a lot of interest in Series C. And, uh, and so we took some additional money from, uh, from Triangle Peak, where we felt they could be helpful for us in some particular areas. And then um, actually a few weeks after we announced the round closing, we also took some, uh, some capital from Swisscom Ventures. Um, that's the uh, national uh, you know, IT and telecoms provider of Switzerland. There's also a very large customer of, uh, of ours, and they also wanted to participate in the, uh, in the round. But, uh, but you're definitely looking um, for, uh, it's, not, it's not just about the money, and it's not just about the valuation that, uh, that you can achieve either. You know, you've got you to make sure that the, uh, that the folks on the board are going to work together well, and uh, that they're going to complement each other, and quite frankly, complement uh, you know me as a CEO. Right. Um, and so, you know, I'm looking for things, areas where I may, may be uh, you know weaker or maybe not as experienced. I'm looking for investors that can uh, that can help us out in some of those areas. Right now, let's talk a little bit about valuation. On the one hand, I'm not asking you to reveal the cards in terms of what the valuation was. On the other hand, if you could shed some light on the art of negotiation in terms of, you know, the VCs want, want a valuation that, that they think is fair, and you're looking for a valuation that you think is fair to Boundary. What are some of the things you bring to the table to make sure that the company seeking funding, in this, in this case, Boundary, um, really, really is able to communicate the fair valuation that you think should be on the table? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, at the moment, uh, you know, certainly when we were raising the round, you know, companies, uh, investors are looking for uh, high growth companies in large addressable markets. Um, and so they'd seen companies like, uh, you know, like Splunk and ServiceNow go public uh, with very, very high valuations. And then there's a next set of companies, you know, behind them, of which you know, New Relic have now filed their S1. AppDynamics, I'm sure, is not far behind them uh, as well. Um, and so, you know, there's got some public comparisons there. They've got some later stage uh, comparisons as well in, in and around the, uh, the same space. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we've done our homework. Uh, we understand the valuations that those companies got, what the, uh, the key metrics for those companies uh, were. And so we understand what our expectation around value for the, uh, for the, business, uh, for the business is. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, from the investor's perspective, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, also trying to get the best deal possible. Um, and so, you know, obviously having one, more than one investor that's, uh, you know, giving you a term sheet and trying to, uh, to lead the round is always a good situation from the company's perspective. Gives you a little bit of uh, negotiating leverage with the, uh, with the investor as well. Got it. Now, let's talk a little bit about how you're using the money. So you raised $22 million in, your, in your Series C back in roughly the April time frame is when you announced this. How have you been using and or investing the money into the business? Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, there's a lot that we would like to achieve from a product perspective. Uh, I think we've got uh, we've got great technology, we've got great foundation, and uh, customers uh, you know love uh, what we're doing. Um, but there's also uh, you know a ton of stuff that we can be doing from a product and technology perspective. Um, so continuing to to invest in the uh, in the R and D. 
uh, team and the engineering team continuing to develop uh, new capabilities and new product is, uh, is a very important, uh, important thing for us. Um, the other side is, you know, from a sales and marketing perspective, uh, the big thing that we, uh, that we look for is we look for happy customers that use our product a lot. Um, and so, you know, we measure very carefully the metrics around um, how often our customers are using our product, how many of them continue to use our product over, uh, over many, many months, and continue to try to increase and add more value to, uh, to, those, uh, to those customers as we go. Um, and so that's really the two main areas is developing the product out and continuing to uh, to accelerate the uh, the delivery of uh, product uh, capabilities, and then the second is continuing to uh, to uh, develop and accelerate the uh, the marketing capabilities of the business as well. Mm. And how how do you think the the boundary story is going to play out? And I'm not talking about a quote unquote end. I'm I'm talking about the next milestone. Do you think there's going to be a Series D? Are you looking for an IPO? Or are you looking for an M and A deal? Any types of clues there in terms of what the thought process is right now in the boardroom? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we've, uh, you know, so, I mean, this was true of, uh, of my prior company as well at Nimsoft, which is that we never built the company to be acquired. Um, you know, we build, uh, you know, what I try to do is, is build really strong businesses in, uh, in large markets that have happy customers and drive great growth. Um, and, you know, my feeling is that uh, if you do that, then, you know, the future, you know, take, takes care of itself as and when you, uh, as and when you get there. Um, and so we're not particularly focused on, uh, you know, should we, uh, you know, should we try to take this company down the IPO path? Should we try to take this company down another round of funding? Should we, you know, try to, uh, you know, take this company down a, an M&A exit path? You know, we really focus uh, very much internally. Um, you know, we deliver great product. We drive, you know, excellent customer satisfaction. We drive great metrics in terms of growth. And if we do all of those things, then the choices will be available to us uh, for, uh, you know, both for now and in the future. And uh, that's how we like to think about our business. And that's mm -hmm. how we like to, uh, to build the business. Okay. So, Gary, here's, I'll make a deal with you. I won't put you on the spot and push even more on this question. So instead of doing that, the day that milestone uh, does potentially appear, maybe it's a buyout, maybe it's an IPO, maybe it's a merger and acquisition, uh, if and when that day comes, will you come back on the show and uh, describe what's going on? Uh, <laughs> I absolutely will. As long as, long as uh, if we do sell the company, the company that's buying us doesn't prohibit me from doing so. Then... <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, absolutely. Of course, I'd, uh, I, I'd love to. And uh, I mean, we've got a long uh, road ahead of us, you know, from, uh, from now until any kind, any kind of uh, uh, event like that. Um, we're just uh, doing our thing and making people happy and growing this business. And that's what we want to continue to do. Uh, well, you know what? That all sounds great. And I tell you what, we will continue watching you as you travel down that road with Boundary. Thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Thanks a lot, Joe. Cheers. Cheers. And thanks again to our sponsor. From startup to sale, reach out to attorney at law, Matthew Brenneman, 781-631-1690. And remember to join us every Tuesday night at 9.01 Eastern for Good Evening IT Entrepreneurs. I'm Joe Panettieri, signing off for AfterNines.com. Mm -hmm.